Y'all, hormones, it's impossible not to have them. There's over 1,000 hormone disruptors in our food, our water, the air, the clothes, the skin care, the dryer sheets, everything, child, is a scam. To the hormones, okay? Plus, we have natural hormonal changes that our bodies go through. Like, what's going on with my body? Like, I am now in my 30s and my skin is acting like a teenager. What is going on with the hormones? Which is why I love Hormone Harmony. It contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Okay, so adaptogens help the body adapt to stressors like chaotic hormonal changes. It's perfect for women struggling with PMS, menopause, and more, honey. Y'all know I work hella jobs. Hormone Harmony has really helped me like regulate, especially like sleep and just relaxation and calming down and not panicking as much. They've got 17,000 reviews, so you don't even have to listen to me, but get into it. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire order at hormonemammoth.com. Just use the code goddess at checkout. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. After the death of the king, the realm is split in two, and the royal line of secession is called into question. Join hosts Greta Johnson and Jason Concepcion as they go behind the scenes with the show's cast and crew to unpack who deserves to sit on the Iron Throne. Guests this season include a medieval consultant who unpacks what it would really be like to live in Westeros, the sound designer responsible for the dragon sound effects, showrunner Ryan Cundall, who speaks to the mistakes both sides made in season one, and who you should pay close attention to in season two, along with some of your favorite cast members. First, Jason and Greta recap season one, then they'll unpack season two after each episode airs on Max. Watch the HBO series House of the Dragon, streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Game of Thrones podcast on Max wherever you get your podcasts. What's poppin' congregation? Ooh. Did y'all feel a chill? I feel like it's getting a little spooky up in here today. Y'all, this is the podcast Scam Goddess, and it is me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Y'all, you know what I am. I'm very what? Yes, excited. I'm thrilled. I think I might have a chill, honey. We have an amazing guest today. She's a comedian, podcast host, and ghost Huntress. Check out her podcast Ghosted by Roz Hernandez everywhere you get your podcast. Plus, watch her queer ghost hunting show Living for the Dead on Hulu in America and globally on Disney Plus. Congregation, please welcome Roz Hernandez on the show. Roz, I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my God, I'm part of the congregation. I, I don't know, know how I got called up here on the stage, but I'm honored. This is like, I, I, I love your show. I've told you this before. I love your show. You. I've been on your show. I love you. You have. Show. You were just recently on and you were amazing. And um, I, I, I met you like, I don't know, a year or something ago. And I was so starstruck. Yes. And then I ran into you at another party and I'm like, you know what? The universe is trying to bring Lacey into my life. And we got to hang because we keep running into each other and we be kicking in on Instagram. So I'm like, we we the girlies. I love you. Well, and it's that weird thing where 
I listen to you all the time in this podcast, so I feel like I know you, like, I I always hear you talking, so now when I meet you, I'm like, now it's my turn to talk, and I want to tell you this, and I don't, like, I don't yes. know, it's just so weird. No, I, I love it. That's my favorite energy, for sure. But I'm like, a fan, for sure. it feels so comfortable. Sure. I'm and a big, I, and... I love to listen about scams. It's, like, my favorite thing. And I've been really interested in ghosts and like the paranormal. And so I, I your show is such a cool intersection. And like if y'all haven't gotten into it on Hulu, pull up. It's a very fun ride. I'm really excited. I have to like I have to get into all the episodes. So I I'm I'm really intrigued by it. And the concept is so cool and it's so fun. So like I think it's just a cool, like it's something I've never seen before. So I Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um it's the same people that did Queer Eye and Kristen Stewart is the executive producer and also the narrator. And it's me and three psychics and a uh, ghost hunter. And we all travel the country and we make ghost hunting fun and cute and we dress real cute and we have a great time and it's a comedy, but also you might cry and it's fun. It's super queer, super, super queer. Um, And I would love if people would check it out. Yes. And we love that over here. We're we're super super queer over here. <laughs> you like that? Okay, good. Thank God. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the girls know. The girls know. If they know, they know. But um, we always ask on this podcast, what is your relationship with scams, Roz? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever run any scams that are past the statute of limitations? We don't want the F to be in the eye pulling up at your spot. I love but... hearing about them. I'm I'm trying to think of times that it's happened to me. I feel like, I mean, it's definitely happened like on dating apps and stuff where people like nowadays I'm very into video chatting guys mm. before I meet them because I have had a lot of catfishy type things happen. Um, What's your app to, of choice? All of them. Um, Tinder, (laughs) Tinder, but paying for it. Like, I don't know if I have gold or I don't know what it's called, but I always tell people, listen, you pay for food, you pay for lodging. You should, you know, you got bad bitch Tinder. I think that some people were like, oh, I would never pay for a dating app. How sad or whatever. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like this, it's a necessity for me, like kind of, I mean, I don't, I don't take it that seriously, but but if you want if your I, partner to be premium plus, like you don't want exactly, why would you want it's an investment, be, yeah. And like I, I, I love it because you can just see the people that already like you, so you can you don't even have to swipe. You just go through and you kind of like shop, like ooh, I like this one. This one's cute. This one's cute. and you're instantly matched. Anyway, um, so when it comes to scams, I, I'm trying to think of the ones that I have done. Um, I. Well, wait, I want to go back to the dating app for a second. Okay. So, <laughs> so when you say like, you, like you feel like you were getting like catfish or something like they had, they had pictures that weren't them. Yeah. I've had that happen a few times. Not like so bad, but just like, honey, that picture is from five years ago. Oh, so they were given like daddy on the photo. And then when, when you saw them, it was given like father time exactly yeah you know it so um yeah i mean i've just had i just had that happen recently actually where i jumped the gun i went right into it and i was like 
it's fine. I'll just have this guy. It was when I was in Italy and I met up with this guy and he was Ooh. not the guy from the pictures. I mean, Mambo I think Italiano. At, one point, at one point he was that guy, but uh, not not in person. And the vibes were weird. And and I just I think people need to video chat. You got to. I always wonder what the game plan is there. Like, if you're going to put up, like, an old phone... Because here's the thing. I'm not an ageist. We're all going to age. You know, that's that's fine. But, like, what's the game plan when you have a photo from, like, 10 years ago and then you show up and you're not that girl no more? Like, what's, what's the game plan? What are you going to do when you get there? What right. is your and, hope? And thanks for clarifying that because, yes, I don't, I don't mind if you're a few years older, but it makes me instantly... I'm already not trusting strangers very easily and then when i see that you're not like being completely honest it just makes me scared instantly i'm like what else are you gonna lie about what else are you gonna do that's shady exactly also like how am i gonna recognize you i'm sitting at the restaurant like you know <laughs> prego, prego. Like, you waving i'm like who are you like you yeah. exactly <laughs> i was like how'd you know my name oh you know my work <laughs> Is this a fan? No, it was just some <laughs> random Italian You love man. my ghost show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a paranormal enthusiast. Um, yeah, so I have... Uh, what? Like, yes, I've, do- I've scammed, you know, I've done a thing. Or- I've a lot of... A lot of it for me, because I'm terrified of getting in trouble. I went to strict Catholic school growing up, and we could get in trouble for things that we didn't even do while at school. So I, I just, I have like this deep fear of getting in trouble. So Did you I, go to like I, a whoopings Catholic school where they would give you like the whoopings? Well, I'm not that old, Lacey. I don't think that they <laughs> still do that. But That's what I saw on TV is that they was giving people the whoopings with the wood. Like in the 50s. Yeah, I think okay, that happened I, to like I, my parents. But... I don't know when they stopped whipping people with the wood. Okay, Roz, I didn't go to Catholic school. I don't know when they was like, okay, we're not going to whoop them with the wood no more. I don't no, know when they but stopped we doing had, that. like um, <laughs> uniforms and, and stuff. And okay. I don't know. We could get in trouble for things so easily. But... Um, so I, I can be a little sneaky. I used to say I get into trouble. I don't get in trouble. I'm terrified oh, of getting busted. Like, I just don't want to ever get busted. But but when I started doing comedy like 10 years ago, I definitely, there, there's those shows called bringer shows. Oh, a big scam. Definitely did those. That is everybody. a scam. Has that ever come up on the show? Because that is such a scam, which is basically <laughs> these people run these shows where it's mm-hmm. like, brand new people that want to get into comedy and they say you you can perform for five minutes or whatever but you have to bring five people and all those people have to buy a 20 dollar ticket and they have to buy a drink and food yeah and so your friends end up spending like 60 bucks or something and they see you do five minutes of stand-up and then you have to sit through everyone else that did this as well so I used to do those, but I would scam the scammers and I would be like, my friends are on the way, I swear. And then they would like <laughs> call my name and then I would like go up. And then as soon as I was done, I would run to my car so that they never checked in where my friends were. Yo, that's so smart. Why didn't I do that in New York? I would actually bring the people, my poor cousins, my friends. I really brought them. Well, wow, some I should have people... ran out the door. You were like, they come and they come. They're on the way, but I'm going to do my set. But then they going to come and, and they going to get their drinks and their and they chicken wings. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, yes. I was like, they will be here. Even if they come after me, they will be here. 
Um, but the other thing, like, there, some of those people are smart enough to know, like, which is so insane. We're, I mean, I get it. I get it. They're running their scam. But, like, they're like, if you don't have your five people, you don't get to perform. And oh, sometimes they people, wise they'll be like, oh, you have three people here. Well, we asked for five. So you don't get to perform. Or maybe I can they get say, three minutes? Yeah, maybe they'll give them three minutes. I don't know. But... Either way, I'm very happy I don't do that anymore. But that was like, I did a lot of those like kind of fake it till you make it scams. Pay to play. Um, yeah. Over the years, like I think I've done a lot of the like kind of lying uh, white lies to kind of be like, oh, I know how to do that. Or I've done that before or whatever in showbiz. So that That's what you, you have to do. It's blind confidence. That's what show business is about. You got to be just like a little bit Delulu to do this. Just like a little bit of delusion. A little bit of Delulu will take you a long way. I'm all about the Delulu to get where you need to be. Scams! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children! Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. I Excel grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. The weather is getting warmer, y'all. Skies out, thighs out. Yes, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. If you've been waiting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince, y'all, it's for you. You can build a lineup of timeless pieces that you can keep looking effortlessly chic year after year. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Oh no, I haven't even looked at the jewelry yet. Now I'm about to be over there buying jewelry. I'm telling y'all, Quince, when you start going over there, it, the luxury the vibe when I wash things, they come out of the washer and the dryer looking exactly like the, how they came in. The quality is so good and the price is completely unbelievable. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. Goddess. 
Bonds. But let's get to our first segment here, What's Hot and Fried. This is where we warn our listeners about scams that are popping in the zeitgeist more often than not. You guys know that we get a letter from you. So as always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. Uh, Today, I was trying to get a scam that had ghosts involved. I looked up ghosts in my email inbox, and this is the closest that I could get, Roz. Um, But we're talking about well, actually, Ross, first, I need a fake name from you. You know, we don't care about gender. Uh, Hilaria. Hilaria. Oh, like Araria Baldwin, my queen. Hilaria Pepino. Como se dice cucamel. So, <laughs> my queen. I love her. She's an icon. So, Hilaria says, I'm going to skip all the bits. We're supposed to save them for the end. Oh, Hilaria, you know the podcast. So, Hilaria says, I just want to share a scam that my mom recently got caught up in. We recently lost our family dog of 14 years, Riley. 14 years? Riley was really living. I love that. Um, and that's sad when you lose a pet. Um, I recently lost uh, my family dog, but it wasn't... Um, the dog is not dead. My family just gave it away and didn't tell me. Um, oh. We had this dog for like six years. And I just came home and they just gave it away. Oh, no. Bro, black people are crazy. I have a 16-year-old dog who just recently went deaf and has like one eyeball hanging out of his head. But he is Aww. hanging on. I was like, why wouldn't you let me adopt the dog? And they were like, they just gave it away to this, like, lovely family. But I was like, why? Because, like, it peed upstairs and, like, ruined all the carpet. And they had to replace all the carpet upstairs. And it's, like, a really big house. And they didn't know the dog was, like, peeing upstairs. But I was like, bro, like, you just gave our dog away and didn't say nothing. Like, we had this dog for, like, six years. Like, you could have just told me. I would have took the dog. <laughs> Let's steal it back. Let's break into those people's house. I you feel like me. I have custody. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Let's get I, that dog. I'm so serious. I have the name of the person. I'm like, I'm stealing the dog back. I couldn't believe that shit. I came home and I didn't see the cage. And I was like, oh, maybe it died. And this is like a touchy subject. Uh-huh. And I was like, and then when I was like, what happened? And they was like, oh, we gave it away. I was like, what? Like, black people are crazy. Like, That's I can't believe cold. they gave the dog away. Oh, my mama gonna kill me for saying that. But whatever. Like, I can't believe they gave the damn dog away. That was crazy. But, um... So back to this. So the dog passed away. Um, So the dog is now a ghost. Um, So after a few weeks of processing and healing, my mom and I decided to try to adopt another dog. Um, So they said that Riley went everywhere with the dog, like commuting to work with her, greeting everyone at the office. Like this dog was like really a part of their dog, their family. Okay. So the mom began, uh, Hilaria's mom began shopping around for a few ethical breeders, which, you know, that's kind of hard to find, and finally decided on one. She applied with them and answered a series of questionnaires and interview questions, checking her suitability for the types of puppies. Questions like, do you have appropriate yard space for a dog? How much of your day will your puppy spend with you, etc.? As well as requirements that the dog not be left outside, keeping up with the vaccinations, training tips to support, basic training, socialization with the puppy, already. Basically, like, you know, when it's so funny to me because, like, adopting a pet, like, they really run you through the ringer. They be like, okay, so are you vaccinated? Um, do you have yard space? What's your credit score? Right. Um, are you an empath? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, sex in the city lady are you? (laughs) Um, what's your um Meyer Briggs yeah Uh, exactly are you IMFJ or whatever I don't know what the hell right what's your zodiac sign we need to know everything about you before you can even touch this dog okay so the mom does all of this right 
So the mom shares a lot of details with the breeders over multiple emails, especially about uh, the recent loss of their dog and how hard, you know, that loss had been. Hilaria puts in here that the despo meter was really high and puts a lot of red flags. So despo meter on this podcast is just like how desperate you are for something. So when you lose a pet and you're sad and you're trying to fill that space, like your desperation, like you're it's higher. Like you you want this. So mm-hmm. people take advantage of that. Totally. You know, we all, we all have wants and needs in life. I want love. I want money. I want security. I want happiness. Like, and then people will come in and slide and take advantage of that. Totally. So, you know, Hilarious Mom is trying to find a new dog to fill that hole in her life. Because this dog was her main bitch. Like, she was taking Riley everywhere. To the mall, to the job, to the house, to everywhere. And when you don't have that, all of a sudden, it's so noticeable. Like, when you're so used to your dog being there all the time and it's not. Yeah, and, like, that's so sad. So I understand where uh, Hilaria Mama was at. So, but she shared that, which, you know, sometimes you can't share your desperation, especially if you're in a situation where you're trying to purchase something. Like, when you're trying to purchase something, you got to act like you don't need it. Like, anytime you're trying to buy something, y'all, if you're out there, act like you're browsing. Act like you're browsing. Don't ever go anywhere and act like you need to buy something. Because if you do that, people will smell it, and then they will try to run it up on your ass. Yeah. If you go in to buy a car, go in there like you don't need a car. Go in there like you you'll walk for the rest of your life. Yep. I'm a flea market bitch. I go in there <laughs> and I'm like, mm, this is all right. I don't know. I could use I that. Don't know. Uh, go in there and act like everything is the most ghetto thing you've ever seen in your life. Ooh, Alexis, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many horsepowers? Okay, I guess. I'll drive it around or whatever. <laughs> like yeah, hate totally. everything. Hate everything. <laughs> because the second you get excited, that price is going to go up. Okay? So, the mom selected the puppy called Ghost. That's why I picked this, <laughs> this um, episode. Oh, okay. So, it's a spotty, dapple puppy. I don't know what that means, but somebody out there probably will. So, they drew up a contract. She signed it and sent her deposit money, expecting to pick him up after the upcoming vacation. She began excitedly sharing pictures of ghosts with her family, preparing for his pickup day. So, she already sending the pictures on, on Facebook. She sent them in the group chat. She got, I already got a new dog. This is my new bitch. Like, y'all can't wait to introduce y'all to ghosts. I signed a contract. I sent the money. Here's my thing. I'm not sending money for nothing until I got it. I'll sign yeah. a contract, but until a little pup pup in my hand, until he like, earth, 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 I'm not giving you the money. Was this local? I... Were they, could they have gone in person to get the dog or was it like? So I guess mama was going on a vacation. So she was just putting her deposit. So nobody took her dog, I guess, while she was uh, away. Okay, okay. So they had been sending her regular updates on Ghost. His potty training, adventures, exploring the yard, and other puppy mischief. When all of a sudden, communication stopped. They stopped Uh replying to her messages. She emailed another address on the site and nothing. She began began Googling the address and realized it didn't match the pictures on the site. Unfortunately, she was unable to stop payment on the $600 that she paid as she used some sort of non-typical payment and not like PayPal or Zelle or Venmo. She didn't really say what it was. So I don't know how she paid them, but however she sent the money for ghosts, they done ghosted her with ghosts. So long story short, they took advantage of her desperation and loneliness, and ghost the puppy's name seems like foreshadowing now in hindsight. 
Congregation, watch out for ghost puppies and do your Googling before you shell out the cash. Also, maybe check on your parents making large online purchases. Oh, so sorry, ghost. Oh, and we have a picture of ghost. This puppy is a baddie. Uh-uh. I wonder if it even existed. Like if it was just some picture they found online. Yeah, it feels like maybe they were just grabbing photos from some other animal shelter or something. Also, like, isn't the puppy supposed to be? Well, I guess if it's a breeder, it's probably at somebody's house. So maybe it could be on a couch or something. Because I'm like, isn't the puppy supposed to be at some kind of like little puppy house shelter or something? This is another case of where I would have video chatted. Yeah, you got a video chat. We have it. We have the option to video just to just to double check. Put the dog on the phone. Put the dog (laughs) on the the phone. On Zoom. I, I want the dog it. on FaceTime right now. Put the dog on FaceTime and stop yeah. playing with me. Exactly. Nah, that's fucked up. And this poor mama, I hope she ends up finding a cute dog to be with her. Because that's so sad. Because she actually went out and like was showing everybody her new dog. She already like stunting on the gram with her new dog. Damn. There was this, there's this person that not enough people know about who was a drag queen named Ray Bourbon, who was this in like the 30s 40s 50s drag performer comedian whatever so she had this great career and then one day she she eventually later on in her career started touring the country with poodles her and a bunch of poodles were it was the act and then her car broke down with all the poodles and she uh had to figure out where to put the poodles and she gave the poodles to these people for them to watch. And then when she was able to get the poodles back, they were like, we need money. And then she was like, well, I'm sorry, I don't have any money, whatever. So then she hired these two guys to attempt to kill them, I think. To attempt to kill who? The the poodle babysitters. And then she ended up in jail and died in jail. But it's so fascinating, and I want it to be a story. I want it to be a movie, but um, not a lot of people know about this story, but I stumbled on it one day. There it is. She was accused of being an accomplice to murder. He traveled between performances in an old car pulling a trailer containing 70 pet dogs. After the car broke down, he entrusted their care to a kennel owner in Texas. However, when Bourbon failed to pay the dog's upkeep, uh, the person disposed of the dogs, most probably to an animal shelter. Bourbon became convinced that the dogs had simply been killed and hired two men to beat the guy up. He was shot once in the chest during the attack and died as a result. Bourbon was arrested 10 days later. He pleaded innocent, but was convicted. Um, the two men were sentenced. Blah, blah, okay, blah, see, that's, see, that's wrong. They shouldn't have locked Bourbon up. She said rough him up. She didn't say shoot him in the chest. <laughs> exactly. That, Bourbon shouldn't have gone to jail for that because she said rough him up. She, that, that, she didn't call it a hit. They, they went overboard. This that's not was, what she said. She was iconic. She was in like silent films. I want to say she did some Mae West stuff. She's she a like, baddie. And a lot of people don't know this story. It needs to oh, be a movie. Ray Bourbon just loved them dogs. And all she said was like, y'all just hit him a little bit, rough him up, you know, but hit him with a two by four a couple times. She didn't say shoot him in the chest. She exactly. shouldn't have gone down for that. She didn't oh. say murder. Oh, see, Ray. that's a hit gone wrong. She said rough him up. That's not her fault. I feel like if you call for a beatdown on somebody and they kill them, that's not your fault. 
<laughs> like that's an error in, in Yeah, I don't think you should get you should That's a have chain like, of command issue. That's not my fault. Exactly. Robbery. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, shout out to a queen, but sorry that the chain of command failed like that, my girl. I'm so sorry about that. Well, now it's time to get into historic hoodwinks. I want to note up top, because we do not scam our journalists here, that this story was researched primarily from Mark Wortman's Rolling Stone article, The Fast and High Times of a Hip-Hop Grifter. So today we're talking about the French-Arab rapper Swagman, who stands accused of stealing and embezzling close to $10 million over the past decade from fans, friends, and even a Swiss bank. However, the rags-to-riches music artist has a past as confusing as his criminal present. So this is Swagman. Um, he has a lot of tattoos. Um, can um, we zoom he, in? <laughs> he looks kind of sexy. Uh-uh, Ross! <laughs> <laughs> what? Not heel type. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he did yet. I don't know what he did yet. So for me, the tattoos are just very arbitrary. It feels like he just wanted to have a lot of tattoos. Because he's got two kisses. I don't know if they are any ladies' mouths. They're giving me, like, they were on the board. And he was like, put them on me. Put them on me. Put them kisses on me and this on the board. The ones for sale. I mean. Like, what are these? Like, what do they say? He, he, I mean, I can't figure out what they are. He not ugly. I mean, I'm sorry. I I have a thing for tattooed men. (laughs) Roz, not you over there breathing like that. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sure he, what he's done is bad. I don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know yet, okay? Stealing money is not really, like, uh, that's not too bad for me. We'll see if he's too bad. But Swagman got some swag. He got his Versace on. He he putting that shit on. So, I mean, you did. Pull up another picture, because this is kind of a hot picture. <laughs> okay, so, now this is a different story. This is so the top of he, the head, and he's got uh, Louis uh, Vuitton... Uh, <laughs> tattooed on his bald. He decided on his bald head. Yeah, he decided to put a Louis Vuitton logo on his bald head, which is is really dedication to the brand. That's yes, that is. They better be sponsoring that head or something. Like I, I just don't know if that's giving luxuries to me. Like if you tattoo a, a, a logo on your head, but what do you mean? That means now your head is worth a lot of money. Maybe. I mean. I... <laughs> I'm if gonna get a Chanel a fancy C brand my head. logo or design on your head, it now becomes one of their products. You know what? Whatever you gotta do, whatever you gotta do. So, um, <laughs> since the early 2010s, Swagman has taken French media by storm. He raps in French, Arabic, English, and a little Spanish. 
giving him an international audience, tens of millions of streams, and more than 30 million YouTube views. I love that he's rapping in all these different languages, although I will say French rap is trash. Is that... I can't get into it. Son concert, you don't voulez vous coucher avec moi. Like, it's just like croissant. Like, I just can't get into it. It's just. Don't come for Lady Marmalade like that. <laughs> Their rap, it just doesn't hit for me. I just... it, now, is Lady Marmalade, is that considered certain elements of that song French rap? Um, no, it's just all I know in French. So I was just trying to make it, but that's how they be sounded. Like, okay, I, I just can't get into it. It's just not hard for me. Like, it's hard for other languages to rap. Like Spanish, Spanish rap goes hard. Like Babani, like I can get into a oh, lot of Spanish rap. God. Reggaeton, Don't, yes. Oh, I could get into all of that. Like all Don't of that. Get me yes. Started on Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, I love, I love him. Like I can get into all of that, but. It only works in Spanish and English for me. I, I can't get into French rap, but it's okay. Y'all y'all keep trying out there. Y'all keep y'all keep um <laughs> I don't know. Au revoir. I don't know. Y'all keep doing it. But that. he does, you know, multiple languages. That's why he got all them views. Cause he's he translating it. Y'all all gonna get it. So um it's just like like British rap. I can't get into it. Like, bruv, we're going down to the sport. We're gonna get sport a tea. You don't even mess with me, bruv. <laughs> I can't get into it. I stop you and my mates. We're gonna be down at the pub, getting rubber dub. Like I can't get. It's yeah, just, I can't it's relate just, to that very much. Like, my mind's not proper. Like I can't. It's just terrible. I'm sorry, British people. I know y'all trying, but it's just Damn. it hurts. It hurts me inside. It hurts me inside when I hear it. So, um, he first became famous through a viral 2009 YouTube video showing him setting several thousands of euros on fire, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. <laughs> but um, he was so rich that he was like, I burn money, which I think is so goofy. But you know what? It got him a lot of attention. I so don't swat- like that. There's a lot of people that need money. I don't like that. No, I don't either. It's just so goofy. Like, what are you doing? And so Swag claims the money he earned from the video helped him launch his production company, Swagman World Music Entertainment, which released two albums in 2014 and 2015. He even started his own fashion line called Pose Bro. Called what? Pose Bro. Pose Bro? Yeah. I'm sure it sounds better than a different accent. Pose Bro. Pose Bro. Pose bro. Pose bro. Pose bro. Pose bro. <laughs> Not, that one, that'll sound good, Ross. Pose bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll sound good. Pose bro. Pose bro. <laughs> I'm trying. But that's what it was called. He also falsely claims to have become an ambassador for luxury brands such as Versace, Louis Vuitton, MCM, and even going as far to cover his head in tattoos with the brand logo. So that's why he got that brand logo on his head. He said, I'm an ambassador. That's why I tattooed it on my head because I'm ambassadorizing it forever. I mean, on my head. it's a commitment. Like, <laughs> the, com- the company should at least, like, send him a free suitcase or something. Right. He should at least have the luggage after he tattooed that on his head. He is truly an ambassador, like, for life. So much of Swagman's appeal comes from his life story, a narrative coming up from the streets and rising to fame and luxury. And his he flaunts his lifestyle to protest the classist French notions that people aren't meant to rise above their class. 
So he said, I came up out of the gutter, the gutter. And now the- he burns money. Yeah, now he burns money. He has a cheetah. What What is the helicopter design that is like? Was it, it has cheetah? a tiger print? It's a tiger print helicopter. Yeah, classy. Okay. Yeah, right. and then what was the next picture? He's flaunting his lifestyle because he wants to inspire people. So he got a Bentley with red interior. He's he's look. He does have a Louis Vuitton suitcase that he carries money in. And he has all of this jewelry on. So much but jewelry. But this is one of these things where it's like, you know, housewives are like, there's certain people that do reality shows or whatever where it's all about flaunting their money. And it's like, you shouldn't do that if you can't back it up. Like, you shouldn't be constantly like, look at how much money I'm spending all the time. And then... This is inspirational. Don't but you, then, this but is if we later find out that they didn't earn the money and they stole it from people or whatever, that is, you should not do that in the first place. Stealing is earning money. You got it, didn't you? Let's hear. <laughs> Let's hear. <laughs> you got it. That's earning it because you got it, right? You took it, so you earned it. Let's see who the, he took it from. <laughs> now, listen, I think that. Somebody does aspire to be on a plane with lots of gold jewelry and a suitcase full of money. Um, me, personally, I don't like to carry cash like that. It seems cumbersome, like just walking around with a suitcase full of money. I feel like that's very heavy. The jewelry that is very heavy. That suitcase matches his head, though. It does. It, that it does. And, you know, he's got his Bentley. He's driving around. I just feel like this is a lot. It's, the jewelry is very heavy. Like, where are we going? Um, Those rings are heavy. That yeah. That's a... You have to really carry around your hands with Yeah, with like I feel like your hands workout. are weighted are weighted down. Very you can't, big rings. You can't write with pens. You know, like what exactly. are we doing? You can't you can't hold a cup. Like that's a thick ass ring. Though those no, he got all, like much. five thick ass rings. Like how do you hold a cup? Exactly. He gotta hold a cup with two hands like a toddler. Yeah, and are you taking those off every time you wash your hands? Yeah, how you wipe your ass when your ring's that thick? <laughs> These are questions that need answers. Them, them rings got got booty crumbs on them. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is just it's just not like practical. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So in 2015, he told French newspaper August Lemon that his real name is Ryan Sanchez and that he's a Tunisian Jew or his Tunisian Jewish mother and Brazilian father abandoned him on the streets as a child. Mm. Now he keeps saying streets and I'm wondering, are these literal streets? Like, did they put him like on the streets? Like, like they put Moses in the river? Like, or that wasn't Moses. Who they put in the river in the, in the Bible? Anyway. Who, oh yeah. Was it was Moses. I'll be knowing the Bible. <laughs> so like, did they put him in, uh, in a basket on the streets? Like, was it the literal streets? He just keeps saying streets. And I'm just wondering like, was it a, a avenue, or right? Like, Are we talking specifically what kind of street? Yeah, I'm confused. I just want to know if it was a literal street because he just keeps saying street, and I I, I want to know <laughs> if it was like an orphanage or what. So, however, all the stories he told the media about his upbringing were fake. Hmm. So the grip. Uh oh. The real swag man was born Itib. Zabit in Nice, France, to Tunisian parents. As a child, 
He claims he became permanently estranged from his father due to problems at home, so he left and spent time with another pseudo-adoptive family who called him Ryan Sanchez. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when he went to the pseudo-adoptive family, they was like, okay, now you're going to be Ryan Sanchez. All right. He claims that, though, so we don't know if that's true. However, even though those claims might be fabrications of a sort, as Swagman has recently had photos of him smiling next to his father and twin sister. So he's got photos smiling next to his real daddy and his twin sister. So he said he don't like his daddy and his daddy abandoned him in the cul-de-sac. But then actually he got photos with his daddy and he like. Cool Is it biological sister? Yeah. And bio dad. Do but they all have the Louis Vuitton on the head? No, I don't think they got the Louis Vuitton on the head. I think they um are not ambassadoring. Not hereditary. Yeah, no. They I don't think he was born with that. It's Maybelline. So at some point, as a teenager, he claims to have spent several months in jail for possession of Coke, during which he says that he saw the movie Scarface and his life was changed. Now, mm. I just want to point out that. Why did they show Scarface in jail? Because I feel like that's just a movie that probably sh- should not be shown in jail. Because it's like wait, wait, wait. He was in jail for possession of coke, and they and he saw Scarface in jail. In and jail, and that changed his life. Yeah, they were like, "It's movie night, y'all. We watching Scarface." It's movie night, y'all. Or you know that thing that got you here in the first place. We're gonna watch all episodes of the wire <laughs> like what, what, what? like okay. y'all need to you know what i actually like that because let's learn how to do crime better mm, more efficiently bad. that way y'all don't come back here mm-hmm. yeah breaking bad like let's all get more efficient and proficient so that you don't come back to prison i actually kind of like that a lot so Swagman told a reporter that he was inspired he said if i live scarface it's because he has a message Believe in yourself and never give up. That's the message he got from Scarface the movie. I don't know if that's the message that I got from Scarface the movie. You know, I've actually never seen it. I just know. I've say seen hello it, but... to my little friend and that sort of a thing. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Like I know it's I've one of those ones it. where it's like I've seen parts. You know, I know I've looked at it. I know I have. Well, I've seen a lot of the posters when I was in college or whatever. I go to a guy's apartment that had the damn poster everywhere. But it's like it's been on. I've definitely seen it with my eyeballs, but yeah, it's not like I can like recount it. Like the color purple, I've seen that movie. Like I can recount it, but Uh Scarface is like it's just in my mind. I don't know. Yeah, but he he left with a message. He said, "I'm gonna believe in myself and never give up. I'm gonna say hello to my little friend who is me." Ooh, that's a message right there. That's beautiful. <laughs> now he was shooting people when he said it, but <laughs> like... but maybe the friend I need to say hello to is, is me. me. That's the... I like that. Okay, I'm with you, Ryan. I'm with you. That was that's a message. Message. Okay, everybody out there, say hello to your little friend. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. So he served a second sentence for the 2009 video where he burned the euros, which counted as a parole violation because, yes, that is illegal. So a day after his release, he flew to Miami to live out his dreams of a scar-faced life. I love that's right. He left and he went to Miami right out of jail. In September 2015, he married a French woman named Lolita Reboulard in Miami Beach 
who, according Ooh. to some, might be the mastermind behind his schemes. We love a woman behind the Ooh. plan. This Lolita, she got some tattoos. Lolita. Lolita. Look at Lolita. She look like she's scheming. Look at that face. She's got a sleeve of tattoos. She got a sleeve, but then she's also wearing this, like, sweet little cherry dress. Like, she's, like, a little innocent. But then her face look like she's scheming. She's scheming the in the photos. tell a different story. Yes. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of like that. I have a lot of secret tattoos. That I think that's I so hot. I don't often show them. And so I think that people sometimes see my tattoos and they're like, damn, Roz is hard. If I got tattoos, they would be little secret ones. I don't have any, but if I did, they would be like little secret surprises. I've been thinking about it. I have one it. on my back that is in Spanish in cursive. It says patience and faith. Paciencia y fe. Oh, that's and pretty. I've had people before be like, damn. Like, it just makes me look real tough. But the is it like is, is it like a bit? Is it a big piece? Or it's is it across like... my entire back. I got it when oh, I was 18. Oh, shit. But I would never imagine that you had like a, ba- a back piece. Oh, yeah. It was a very different life. But the truth of it is, it's the lyrics from a Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. <laughs> and it's um, the song that is belted by the ailing grandmother character. So it's not... <laughs> That's so funny because people think he's probably like you was in a motorcycle gang, but it's like a musical. <laughs> <laughs> the grandma's song from In the Heights. That's funny as hell. That's yeah. so funny. I was feeling inspired at 18. I love that it's a musical theater thing, but but it looks so hard. I love I know. it. So Blackman has since insisted that they are no longer together. Though they still share joint control of a company called Luxury Properties, which still holds a deed to two luxury Miami apartments purchased with embezzled funds. In 2014, a fan named Pierre drunkenly reached out to Swagman, who, to his surprise, responded, and the two began regularly messaging. At one point, Swag offered Pierre an investment opportunity, which he accepted. So at Swag's assistance, on December 16th, 2014, Pierre delivered 25,000 euros, roughly $35,000 in USD, to Swag at a Paris hotel. A few weeks later, Swag told Pierre that he had not only tripled his original investment, but had also tripled that amount for a total of 250,000 euros total. So he told him a few weeks later that the 25,000 euros that he gave him, he had made it into 250,000 euros in a few weeks. Okay. If making but, money was that easy, everybody would be making money. This sounds great if it's true. However, in order to receive the money, Swag needed Pierre to pay the 15,000 euros. Oh, rough- no. Mm-hmm. That's where you lost me. Mm-hmm. Roughly 20K USD tax on the money. Whatever you got to pay for your money. No. No. Nope. So Pierre said, I don't got that much. Like, I already gave you 25,000. Like, I don't got it. He so said, swag- you could have five minutes of stage time, but you got to bring five people. You got to bring five people. And they got to spend $60 each. Yep. <laughs> he said, you got to do the bringer. That's the bringer. So he said, Pierre was like, I ain't got it. So Swag told him, well, send me what you got. <laughs> now, how we go from, you need 20000 to, okay, wait, wait, what you got in your wallet? Yeah. That's how it always is. That's, the math is not mathing. No. None of the math is is um, calculating. The calculator is not 
calculating. So he said he had eighty. He said he had eight thousand nine hundred euros, and then so he sent that money to him, and Swag was like, "I'll make up the difference." What? No. So after several more months of waiting, Pierre saw an online post from someone describing a similar situation with Swag, and he realized that he had been conned. Baby, you should have realized much earlier. When he said, what do you got? When somebody says, I need $20,000. Just give me anything. <laughs> what you got in your wallet? I'll take that. You got yeah. $20? I'll take that. <laughs> what? You got any gift cards? You got coupons? I'll take anything. You got a watch? You got a yeah. necklace? No, he's robbing you, babes. So just a few years later, Swag attempted to tackle an even bigger target with a prize of $15 million. So Swag really... USD? Mm Mm-hmm. He really jumped it. So Swag's largest target. In December 2018, a banker for Raffeson Bank, which is Switzerland's third largest bank, accessed the accounts of two high-profile clients. So, no, the banker is chosen to remain anonymous in all accounts because why would he want to tell anybody that he did this shit? Mm-hmm. So, using their online banking information, the banker made wire transfers to two recipients he met on the dark web who agreed to launder it for him. Little did he know he was the latest victim to fall into Swag Man's web. The banker had no idea who the dark web launderers were, but he was desperate and he sent $6 million from one account to a private account in Tunisia and another $9 million to SunTrust Bank account in the luxury property company that Swag owned with his then wife, the baddie with the tattoo sleeves and the cherry dress that we saw. Lolita. Lolita. So he was then supposed to receive the funds via an anonymous Bitcoin waiting in Panama. The next oh, day. Yeah, that sounds promising. Right. A Bitcoin. A Bitcoin, please. The next day, he flew to Panama to what he believed to be a new life, but was caught when one of the victims saw their funds was missing. Trapped in Panama, the banker turned himself into the authorities, after which he received a five and a half year sentence for bank theft. So he was like, all right. I love that he went to Panama, was looking for his Bitcoin on a computer, didn't see it. He was like, all right, let me just go to jail real quick. Damn. <laughs> Oh, my God. This is so stressful. I would never want to live like this. He just gave up so quick. He didn't even try to go on a run or nothing, child. He was like, all right, let me just go I don't blame him. I'd be like, this is enough. I There's too much money not showing up. And, He's a bitch. No. He's a, hello, prison. Yeah, y'all could give me the cuffs. Yeah, yeah just take me. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even going to run or nothing. So, meanwhile, Swag was in Miami with most of the funds that had been sent to his American account and would shortly be on his way to L.A. to take advantage of the biggest opportunity in his music career. So he's still trying to do music. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's <laughs> I forgot about that part. He's still trying to do music, which is hilarious to me because, sir, what are you doing? You've been robbing everybody and tattooing yourself with every luxury brand, and now you're still trying to do music, sir. So hazy... Hayes taught me, owner of Hayes Entertainment. That's the whole name. So Hazy, Hayes taught me. That's the name. That's the name of the person. Hazy Hayes taught me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and they are the owner of Hayes Entertainment. Okay. So Hazy Hayes taught me owns Hayes Entertainment. Okay. Which is an entertainment management and marketing firm. This person, Hazy Hayes, taught me 
met Swagman in January of 2019. Hold on to that. Wow, what a sentence. Following the meeting, Swagman flew to L.A. to record an EP at the famous record plant recording studios, all organized by Hayes and produced by Grammy Award-nominated Brian Kennedy. And we have a photo of them. So he didn't made it to, like, a Grammy Award-nominated producer... He's at a famous L.A. studio with all this stolen money. Meanwhile, homeboy in the dark web who was trying to launder money just got oh, locked up wow. in Panama. I know that place, the record plant. Yeah. So wait, scroll up because we got Rihanna back there, records. We got... Damn. Like, this is a legit place. Like, who else is up there? I feel like Prince was up there. Who else is up there? Like, this is crazy. Like he made it all the way. Kelly to like Clarkson a- up there, maybe. Oh, this I don't yes. know. some white lady up there. Yes, he is in a legit place. Okay. Yes, and look at him posing. He's like, I did it. <laughs> all that money laundering got him to where he wanted. Yeah, to Yeah, but he doesn't have the rings on. He might have had to pawn those off. Yeah, I feel like they probably repossessed them rings when he had to do that stint in jail. So he he made it here, right? So it cost $3,000 a day for a week in the studio, plus $25,000 in advance for Brian's time. With his expensive lifestyle and image, Swag was burning through tens of thousands of dollars, right? And in April of 2019, Swag flew off to Tunisia, telling Hayes that he had been booked on a popular Tunisian show that would double his social media following and help with the success of the album launch. In reality, he went to protest the accusations against him in Tunisia. But once he went public about the situation, things went downhill. So remember that he has sent some of the money to his account in America, that money he stole from the banker who went to jail. Uh huh. And then he also sent some of it to Tunisia. Okay. So he burned it through the money that he got in L.A. So now he got to go to Tunisia and try to get that money that he sent over there. Oh, God. Okay. He's a busy man. He got to go He got to go do his thefts, and then he got to go do his music career, and he got to go do his thefts, and then he got to go do his music career. It's just a lot to juggle. He's I a just serial. could not live like this <laughs> at all. You sound so stressed, Ross. <laughs> I am so stressed. Like, I can't even keep track of like any bills or anything like I can't keep track of like my subscription services that I have and stuff. I I don't know how I guess if it's millions of dollars or whatever, but that's just that's so stressful to me. Yeah, he's doing a lot of theft. You know, he was doing petty theft and then, you know, he robbed the people on Instagram that he met. And then now he got to go rob the people. It's, it's, it's a lot. But I'm sure he has like a, a spreadsheet of robbery or something. I feel like he has to be proficient at Excel or something. He's like, OK, I robbed these people in Miami. I robbed these people on the gram. I robbed these and people in And what's Lolita doing? She's just at home? She managing them two properties. Remember, they still got them two properties in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh They're, busy. They're busy. They're busy. So not only did the Tunisian government continue to hold the money that he sent over there, Swag was barred from leaving the country. So he went over there trying to get that money and he was and like, he couldn't Pub-. leave. Yeah, they were like, you can't leave. We know you're doing crime. So in July of 2019, Swagman was jailed on charges of money laundering because they were like, first of all, we're not giving you this money back. And I feel like Tunisia was probably like, this is a lot of money. We gonna keep this for the government. Nah, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something to do with that. Yeah, we're not giving you this money back. We know it's crime. We're going to figure out how it's crime. We don't know right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll, but... we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. We're going to hold on to it. 
So his 20 victims claim that he stole at least $1.5 million from them, with one victim claiming that he lost 800,000 euros alone. In March of March of 2021, Swag was found guilty of money laundering in the Rappeson Bank case and sentenced to five years in prison. Meanwhile, he was working on at least one more con. So he's not done. <laughs> he was like, okay, y'all got me, but I'm still busy. <laughs> <laughs> Booked and busy. <laughs> okay, so what was this one? So following his arrest, the previous year, his wife, Lolita, okay. had met an older French couple who owned and operated businesses in Tunisia. They were sympathetic to Lolita and her husband's plight. Now, I don't know why they were sympathetic to the plight, but Lolita looked like she got some tricks up her sleeve. They might not have known all the details. Now, why was this couple sympathetic to this plight, though? They must have heard one, uh, one side of the story. Oh, it's so bad. They but why would any leave. couple that you meet I've never just met a couple and was like, oh, things are going bad. And they were just like, oh, we want to help you. Like, what's going on? Maybe they were a fan of his music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they were sympathetic. Mm, I don't know. It's giving a little freakiness to me, but okay. So they were mm. sympathetic to the plight. And they agreed to help support them financially through making a deal to brand Swag's merchandise and paying for his lawyers. Then, on January 13, 2022, the courts reversed the charges against Swag in the Swiss bank case, though the bank still didn't release the money. So they, they reversed the charges. I don't know why. Good for Swag. I know. Swag is really just, he got the swag because he's just swagging his way out of all it is. I do. I need to listen to the music because maybe the music is that good. The music, that... Judith. Can we pull up some of Swag's music? Because it's got to be busting. It's got to be. Maybe they're something. like, listen, we need, we need this person in the recording <laughs> studio. We cannot. We need have his him. art. We can't have him locked up. the The world needs Swag. The world needs Swag's art because it's it must be so good that we just cannot have him in the prison. Because yeah. how is he getting out of all of this? I love that they let him go from jail, but they won't give him the money because they want the money. The government's trying to keep the money. Of course. Who's she? That's not Lolita. Uh, Okay. Ryan Sanchez. Ryan Sanchez. Ryan Sanchez. Ryan. 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 Okay. Okay, I've seen enough. Okay, I've seen enough. Okay, call me Ryan okay. Sanchez. L- <laughs> call me, Lacey, <laughs> call me you Ryan don't find Sanchez. him a little bit attractive. <laughs> Lacey. <laughs> Roz, Roz, you getting flushed. <laughs> what? I said you getting flushed over there. You getting a little, you getting a little red. <laughs> I'm separating... The man from the scam. Listen, the scams are fine for me. I'm not mad at them. Because a lot of times 
that's how people get these. They do these scams because they're charming. They're hot. Ryan Sanchez. I'm trying to say hello <laughs> to that little friend. Right. I, listen, he might have to be the little friend. He he clearly working with something. He doing something over there and he doing it right. Um, Because he getting out of jail and he's out here calling Ryan Sanchez. I'm not mad at it. I mean, like, look, financial fraud in interpersonal ways, like the bank fraud, like that sucks, but the money is insured. But like the people that he robbed, like those people reached out to him and they gave him money for investment opportunities. Like, I'm sorry. Like that was goofy on y'all's part. Uh, he didn't even seek y'all out. Y'all was like, call me Ryan Sanchez. And he just kind of like brought you in. And you, you, you were hypnotized. You were hypnotized. And then you just opened your wallet up. I mean, I... I'm, I'm, I don't know. I got to call him Ryan Sanchez. So wrapping this up around. See, now I'm talking different. I'm like, ooh, Ryan Sanchez. You okay. don't think <laughs> he is fine as hell. I can tell. You just don't want to say it. I don't. I don't want to say it. But you kind of, Roz, you kind of coaxing it out of me. Because now that I watched the video, it's like. Though I will he, say he always has sunglasses on and I need to see eyes. That yeah, we do need to see eyes. Yeah. it's. He, it, I don't know if it's like his. There's something about him. There's some kind of je ne sais quoi. That's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I feel it. So uh, around the same time that he, you know, got released from the charges, uh, the, cup, the couple that was, like, sponsoring them... Right. Uh, ...wired around 1.5 million euros to the U.S. in order to purchase an apartment in Florida that Swag had identified for them. But it turns out there was no apartment. And the uh-uh. couple's money was actually wired to a firm called... Triple A plus financial group. The couple have since sued Swag after it was discovered that Triple A moved their money to purchase two actual luxury apartments and several watches on behalf of luxury properties, Swag and Lolita's company. Mm-hmm. On February 22nd, 2023, a Tunisian court finally found Swag guilty of defrauding 20 victims and sentenced him to a corresponding 20 years in prison. He did not attend the trial, and an international warrant has gone out for his arrest. Additionally, he faces a judicial inquiry in France about his embezzled funds from the French couple. He is currently on the run and maintains his innocence in every case. Call him Ryan Sanchez. He on the yeah. run. He's on the run, honey. So he could be listening to this right now. He could. I hope he is. Ryan, I, Ryan. The, the music is a, is a little bop. We know who you are. It Ryan was not Sanchez. bad. Okay. You better be on the run, Ryan Sanchez. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the Wait, episode. That just reminded me of something. What? Years ago, I met a guy on a, on a dating app who, who actually knew someone I knew from my, like, whatever. This person, and we talked all the time, we blah, blah, blah. And then I found out that one day I got a call from the friend that knew him and said that he was on the run and he had robbed um, like a hotel or something. And he was on the run and he was coming to stay with me. Uh-uh. Not a fugitive. You was harboring? And I had, to talk, I had to talk to the FBI. You harbored a fugitive, girl? No, I didn't. Because I was like, I don't really know him. I've only talked to him a few times. But they apparently he told people that he was coming to L.A. to stay with me. Girl, and, but then they so caught wild. him. They caught him. He never came here. Would Okay, would you have harbored him or no? 
No. Was he cute enough to harbor or no? No. There would be no harboring. <laughs> he wasn't fine enough to harbor? <laughs> no, I was not about to harbor no. Is there anybody har- fine enough to harbor? Would you harp like is there anybody that would be fi- like fine enough that you will harbor them? You lazy. <laughs> I will harbor you, you Roz. I will harbor you. I would <laughs> We could harbor each other. You know how me. I will harbor you. <laughs> No, that's so crazy. So wait, you had to talk to the FBI? Yeah. Just once. It wasn't as dramatic as I wanted to did be. Did they but call like, to you me, or was... like did they like pull up like the FBI and I like I no, it was on the phone. But they were like they called me. I think they left a message and then I later called back and talked to the person. They it wasn't like it wasn't that big of a deal, but apparently what was he the just, message? Like, they were like, "Hey, Roz, it's us." Apparently, he stole money, and he told somebody that he was coming to me, and I can't remember what state he lived in. He lived in a different state, a couple states away. So he was trying to do little distractions to the FBI. He was like trying to throw him off the scent. Yeah, because he didn't come to you. No, so he I think like, he to... told like his friend or somebody. That's what and I'm saying, but he confessed. didn't actually come. So he was like... No, because they caught him when he was on his way. Oh, so he really was going to try to slide. I got I mean, he didn't tell me that he was robbing a bank or anything. So <laughs> I think he was going to just show up and be like, Hey! <laughs> hey, Ross! <laughs> hey! I came to see you. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! But he didn't know my address or like anything. But I don't know. Apparently, this is what he said. That he had been talking to me and he wanted to come see me. Now, how did the F to B and I get your number? Did the friend give their number I to you? I think the friend gave it or something. Okay. I was fully like, I will participate. Because, of course, I'm like, this is my scene in the movie. Like, I want to, right. like, there's, like, a little bit of drama. So I was, like, trying to be. And I wanted to be like, you know, I can call you and follow up. And they're like, we're good. Like, we. You were like, I'll wear a wire. <laughs> Yeah, literally. I was like, you want me to go undercover? I'll get a fake mustache. What do you want? And they were like, we're good. This really is like very like petty theft. Like, like I have several wigs. What are we what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just tell me I'm great with playing characters. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. What a great revelation at the end of this podcast. That is amazing. I know. Amazing. Sorry to interrupt you, but it just reminded no, that's me when you said fucking amazing. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. I've never... Uh, no, well, I guess Sam, but you're the second person that I've talked to who's spoken with the FBI. It's fantastic. I love it. I think it was the FBI. <laughs> I love it. It the was fans. a long time ago. Listen, it could have just... I don't know who it was. Nah, that was the fizz. Yes. I'm very positive that it was. But and I it love might the, have been local police or something. I love that the feds, like, have... It's so easy for them now, like... <laughs> They don't. I feel like they don't even have to do no work no more. Like they just like get on social media or they like call friends or whatever. They get on Instagram. They're like, "Hey, you know so and so," or like they see oh, people yeah. posting and they're like, "Oh, they posting on the jet. We know where they at." <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, we're not in phone books anymore and whatever. So I'm I'm sure it's a little challenging to get a hold of people's cell phones. But oh no, they, it's not. They had my BlackBerry or whatever I had at the time. You know. Yes. Was, this, this was probably 2008 or something like that. It was a long time ago. Yo, it's crazy to think that 2008 is a long time ago, but it really is. Wowzers. It was a very long oh, time ago. Oh, what an amazing episode, Roz. You're fantastic. We always ask at the end of this podcast, where would you like to be found? Anything you would like to plug? Anything you want people to 
Well, I have a podcast called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez, which is a comedy podcast. And we talk about ghosts and aliens and Bigfoots and all that kind of stuff. And Lacey was on uh, a couple so months fun. ago and it was such a great episode. And I talked to lots of celebrities. Kristen Stewart recently did it. Um, yeah. I got like lots of comedians, celebrities, whatever. Um, and we talk about all that kind of stuff. And then I, uh, I'm i doing stand up. I got dates. You can follow me on Instagram um, at Roz Hernandez. And then the TV show I'm on, which is on Hulu and Disney Plus around the world. And it's called Living for the Dead. Yes, Living for the Dead on Hulu and Disney Plus across the world. Yes, and Ghosted, which is so fun. I had so much fun on your podcast. That was a blast. Come back I'm, sometime. I would love to. And I'm so glad you came on my. You got to come back sometime, too. This was such a blast. Oh, my God. I can't believe you talked to the FTB and the I. Yes. Is that crazy? That's wild as fuck. I am so glad you had that revelation. What a great way to end this now podcast. Now I'm terrified that I didn't talk to the FBI. No, I love it. And as always, y'all, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D Lacey on all platforms. If you want to see Ryan Sanchez and if you want to see if you're attracted to him, um, you can find that on Scam Goddess Pod. And if you want to follow Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter, you know, it's all Scam Goddess Pod. And if you want to write into the podcast, Scam Goddess Pod at gmail.com. All right, congregation, stay swagging. Yes. Ryan Sanchez. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brandt. Stay scaping. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.